0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Chump Talk. This is episode 203. Uh, I am Brady, that is Maddie P. What's going on, Pulsey?
1: Ready to buzz today. How about you?
0: Yeah, ready to buzz. Lots of snow out there today. we recording Monday. We got, I don't know how many inches of snow, but uh, I uh, Monday's my day off for people that don't know and I was buzzing with the shovel. I went extra. I just <laughs> like, I like every little speck, I was just in a mood that I was just making it look like I had a snow plow there.
1: Isn't that so annoying though? Cause like tonight we're going to get a bunch more snowfall and yeah. then what, same yeah. shit tomorrow again?
0: Well, it'll be discouraging if I walk out in the morning and don't see anything that I did. Cause I even, um, and you've seen this, I made the little path again that I made last time. I, yeah. <laughs> Cause in the morning <laughs> when you're not a morning person, you gotta be at work early in the morning every little second is valuable. And I know you can talk to this, Matt because oh, yeah. you are, you're every, the same as me. Every, every second, every millisecond is valuable to you in the morning. So my little pathway kind of, it would, by going on the pathway, it'll save me about 10 seconds to make a shortcut through my front lawn. So yeah, that 10 seconds, I'm going to need that. So I shoveled a little, uh little shortcut over to my truck. So I'm ready to go in the morning, but that was basically all I did today.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, here I am uh, just into the school life. Back at it, Yeah. Um, kind of
0: nice on a day like today, though. It is kind of nice, there.
1: but man, does it ever just like get really extremely mind numbing sitting at your laptop all day? For and, sure. You know, the day goes by like, I just you know, it's. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just wish. I, in some ways, I wish I was still working. To be honest, but oh, for it sure. is definitely nice to uh, to yeah. be inside on a day like today. But yeah, I mean, oh for sure, I'd say mo- to buzz and
0: I'm sure most days work would be the uh superior option but on a day where you gotta like spend 10 minutes wiping off your vehicle snow before you can actually even drive to work pretty nice yeah. to just be at home
1: yeah i don't miss doing that no
0: at all. no i not. don't even have a scraper either so that's feels like something you should purchase
1: well i have a brush but my scrapers broke so if there's ever anything on the i heard <laughs> I, feel uh... like,
0: I feel like you can get a scraper for like three dollars at your local yeah, you hardware okay can,
1: but the uh, The old debit card has worked before too.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, use your debit card. I've had to, yeah. I've used a hockey. Man, speaker.
1: sometimes, dude, you, you know how valuable minutes are. Sometimes in the morning, you don't have time to. Oh, for sure. Sit in your car for five minutes and let your windows
0: <laughs> yeah. defrost. I'm picturing you starting your your drive in the morning with like one little eye hole worth scraped yeah, off. Yeah, of just like people. And you're just like <laughs> windows are down at, at every at every uh, intersection, so you can see both ways, and then you're just looking at the yeah. people until you're until the. uh um I mean, the vibe
1: the, warms up quickly. The so. vibrator
0: does warm up quick. Uh, absolutely, it does. Yeah. When you. Yeah.
1: When you're vibing like that, it doesn't take long. Mm,
0: good vibes. Only good vibes with the only, Pontiac vibrator 2003. Uh, yeah. Good vibes only. <laughs> uh, I was going to, I was going to go somewhere with this. So we have Cody Morgan joining us. As you see in the, uh, in the title, he's a Guelph storm forward is, or sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a, that is a that's rival. controversial right that's there. Controversial. that's controversial I said that I'm so I'm very sorry, Cody, uh, London Knights forward. He has 26 points in 29 games. It's his first year in London. Um, we, this is be our second time interviewing him. We're going to interview him shortly after we're done talking here. And, uh, last time we did, we had him on with Riley McCormick, who's now, um, did i say his last name right i feel like i just yeah no i think you're right no it's mccourt it's mccourt mccourt McCourt. holy shit mccourt Uh, that's that's right riley mccourt that's a tough start to the pod for this guy but riley mccourt we had on uh they were on together they were both in flint we talked about otter we chirped otter um and now i'm excited to talk to him when he's on london because he's having a big year and and london's uh off to a hot start like usual
1: yeah no surprise there
0: no surprise there have you been uh i feel bad for these ohl guys and we'll get into it with cody but no fans Oh Um, i mean like like,
1: it sucks it's no i'm just saying it sucks like it just feels like you're watching a scrimmage like honestly like i even seen today uh there's i don't know what's going on with the nhl today but on monday here there's like there's been like three or four games already and it's like four o'clock or now yeah dude there's been games all day but anyway the habs are playing in uh in Arizona right now, man, dude, mm-hmm. it looks like their arena. They can't have any fans because of quarantine, but it's just because they have no fans. Oh, like I seen the picture, picture of the fans, yeah, dude, there's like oh. nobody there. Yeah, because it's because it would be a like games just started like an hour or two ago, so that would have been like a one o'clock start in Arizona or whatever. Yeah, in and Arizona, and there's like nobody the... there, man. It looks hilarious. That's but... tough. That's tough to like, it's tough to play in front of. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I actually, know, you here's a the question so much. And
0: I actually, I was talking to my wife about this the other night, watching, uh, one of the NHL teams at home and the Leafs, especially pumping a lot of crowd noise, which does help your TV viewership a lot. Like it, it helps being able to it watch the game, but I was thinking, and I, I was talking to Jill and I was like, do you think the players would prefer not the fake noise over, over fake noise if they had a choice? Like, doesn't that just seem kind of childish to hear like, Woo, but they're all fake. yeah like I, yeah just
1: like you hear like a roar yeah i feel like,
0: <laughs> like i feel like i'd rather just hear the boys hear the boys on the bench
1: yeah honestly though like if there is one good thing about it man is it ever hilarious how many times you see guys like dropping f-bombs and oh shit yeah it's been awesome. it's been, you can it's been hear awesome. everything they say sometimes mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's been really nice for that i wish i, I would have uh done some daytime gambling if I knew the games were on, but Montreal's down 3-1 and that's a huge game, Arizona and Montreal, because those battle two teams are the battle for Shane Wright. Exactly. <laughs> so Arizona's off to lead there. I selfishly I mean, I mean that's, it goes Go Yotes. Go Yotes. You no, know, we, we want Yotes to lose. Yeah, go Yotes to yeah. not win. Like we want yeah. like the fact that they beat the Leafs the other night. I hate that. Um, Veg Melka just stole that show. And There's got to
1: be a stat, but like there's like let's say Montreal comes last. Mm-hmm. They were in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Stanley Cup finals like 5 months ago. That's got to be a Oh, it's first, that's going to be a first if that would yeah. happen. Even it's finishing like be. bottom 5 you would think like Yeah. There's not, not that many that, that happened, there's not yeah. there's not that many that
0: even miss the playoffs next year.
1: No. No.
0: So, so yeah, it is mm-hmm. uh unprecedented times in Montreal. I would hate to be a Habs fan right now. There's no direction that that franchise, that's for sure no <laughs> <laughs> kind of it, it's just nice just... <laughs> it's nice to be able to knock them when they're down if any happens, half last year when they took it to us and game seven broke all of our hearts i was watching that game with you that's just the most uh demoralizing thing that can happen to you as a leaf fan is is watching montreal beat them in the playoffs and that happened to us last year so i am i'm happy to see montreal down there i just hope they finish fifth last instead of last
1: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean even if they missed, it. I would love it if they even got a bit of a heater and just missed the playoffs by a couple points. Oh, that'd be awesome. I hate that at all? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, that'd be, that'd be sweet. Um, missed the playoffs by a couple, a couple games. You said, well, I missed the phone a couple times today because my phone battery was dead. Pulsy, um, is your phone battery dead? At the end of the day, having to charge it a couple times a day. Five one nine tech services located in Elmira on Ontario now offers extended capacity battery placements for most iPhones. They offer fast and affordable repairs for all makes and models of phones, tablets, computers. Diagnostic testing is always free. All repairs are covered by a lifetime warranty against defects. Visit 519techservices.ca or call Peter at 226-444-9927 to get a quote today. And if you're not in the water of the region, they offer mail-in repairs too. Just fill out the form on the website. <clears throat> Mention Chump Talk Podcast for 10% off your repair bill. Five one nine Tech, thank you very much. And I think of that, Mr. Matthew Poole, we'll send it over to Cody Morgan from the London Knights, not the
1: Guelph Star. Well said.
0: Okay, today we have joining us London Knight forward Cody Morgan. It is the second time on Chump Talk, but first time as a London Knight. I think we had him probably a bit over a year ago with uh, Riley McCourt uh, when you guys were on the Flint Firebirds. Now he's a London Knight, 26 points in 29 games to start the year. Thank you for coming back on Chump Talk, Cody Morgan.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thanks for coming on again. It's it's great to have guys on more than once, especially uh, now you're in a bit of a different scenario than what you were the last time we had you on. You're playing with London now, but uh, just kind of talk about uh, where you are now, what the, the last couple of weeks have looked like for you playing with the London Knights and just how your, your season's going so far.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, uh can't complain too much. COVID's kind of messed everything up. We had a couple games paused. So, uh, that and uh yeah i know everything else has been good i mean uh we kind of went through a little rough patch lost a couple games but uh we're back heading in the right direction now so hopefully a lot of winning ahead and uh you know anything i can do to be able to help the team win and that's that's all i'm trying to do
0: not trying to be insulting at all with this next question but you are a uh, veteran in the OHL now and i'm sure there's maybe a chirp you get the odd time but i don't know maybe you'll have to tell me does four OHL teams consider you a suitcase or do you need do you need do yeah. you need one more
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I am, <laughs> I am a suitcase. That, that is, yeah. yeah. There's no way. There's no way around that, really.
0: <laughs> but so, you ended up. You're you're ending up in London, and you're off to a, off to an awesome start, as we said. Um, talk about how that move came into play from Flint. Cause was it was it the off season or when did the trade actually happen?
2: Oh uh, yeah, it was, it was before the season started.
0: So did you did you know you wouldn't be going back to Flint, or did that kind of catch you uh, off
2: guard? Uh, yeah, no, I. Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to go back, so, uh, you know, they had a deal in place, and obviously, you know, everyone wants to play for London, so I was I was all over it when, uh, you know, I was told uh, it, it was a possibility, and I was pushing for it, and, you know, here I am, so it, uh, it's a great place to play, great city, and I can't complain.
1: Does it, like... Because I know things are a little bit different with the overage year and the number of guys you can have on the team. Just going, obviously, last year was an absolute wash. It sucked that nothing happened. But going into this year, were there any concerns at all on on a, a place to play? Obviously, because you know you want to play for a contender. And especially with your overage year, just uh, what were your expectations going into that for this year?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, you can only have three overagers on uh, the team. But I was pretty confident that I was going to be able to get a spot somewhere. And I wasn't really worried about not being good enough to be able to play so uh i was pretty confident with that and uh yeah i mean like i said uh everything came into place for me to come to london and you know here i am and it's been awesome i loved every second of it so
0: i was uh i was reading an article before this and that, and one of the ones was uh tw- the 20 year old instantly becomes the most experienced player on london's roster having played 189 games in the OHL morgan has 88 points 93 games over the last two seasons, with the Flint, and then it goes on to talk about all the the younger players that London has. Was that something that was talked about when you were, when you were coming in at London, that you were going to be a leader in the dressing room with a lot of the younger players? Cause you do have uh, much more experience than pretty much everyone else on the roster.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you know, when I first got the call from uh, the assistant GM, he was just saying that they're a young team, and, you know, so a lot of the guys coming into this year haven't, didn't play an OHO game so yeah. it was pretty cool to come in and you know instantly be like a veteran i guess would be the best way to put it uh we're a really young team but they we have a lot of really good players a lot of young skilled guys and uh yeah i think it was funny we uh we played against Owen sound and the announcers actually brought up the stat and my my parents texted me about it but they were saying that uh 189 games was the most or was more than like their whole forward group, Owen Sounds forward group, like combined. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was it was pretty crazy. I don't e I forget what it was. But he was saying like, oh yeah, he has more games than like all of their forwards combined or I I forget what it was, or like three of their lines or something. It was crazy. And I was yeah. just like, holy crap. Just a
1: wise man over there. Yeah. Just just yeah. a
2: grizzled
0: grizzled vet.
2: <laughs> oh, I was, grizzled vet. Yeah. I was
1: I was
0: just thinking when you when you uh when you said that i wonder if you're the the longest or if out of players that are active if you've played the most games do you know
2: uh i don't know actually that would be a good stat I'm, I, think, I, I think i think we need to look that up yet. I think I might be up there. I don't yeah. know though.
0: Okay. After we're gonna look it up. And if you are, then that's definitely like going in our in our title or something, like oldest player okay. in the OHL. <laughs> the wisest.
2: The wisest. The, wisest. Yeah. The, wisest. Yeah. the most the most grizzled. Yeah. yeah. Most grizzled. Player. Most
0: most grizzled that in the uh in the Ontario Hawks League. What's uh talking about the young players in London though, can you give us like maybe one or two guys to look out for in the coming years, like somebody that's not drafted yet, but it's going to just like for sure make the NHL or for sure have a shot at least.
2: Uh, well, my roommate Landon Sim has a motor on him. Okay. Like he, he never stops. He loves hockey. He never stops talking about it. Loves it. Yeah. He's got a motor. He works <laughs> like a dog. Awesome. He's definitely one to watch. And then their first rounder, Oh five, uh, Denver Barky. Okay. It's just, just the name is just a stud name. Yeah, like he's got like... He's got to play. He's got to play in the NHL with a name like that. But he's yeah. he's unbelievably skilled. He's like he's not the biggest guy, but he's unbelievable. Even in practice, he, we get flashes of him being like the best player.
0: So. Yeah. What wow. What did you say his name was? Oh, Denver. Denver
2: Barky. Yeah. yeah. Denver. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's nice, uh, that's for sure going to be announced someday. Just with that name, you almost have to be. Oh a professional yeah.
2: At some yeah. Point. Exactly has to be.
1: <laughs> and really, uh Sorry, go ahead, groups. Oh, no, you go, you go. No, I was just gonna say, uh, you're the second ever London night that we've had in the pod. We had uh, one guy on Jason Wilms before, he had made some stops before London. And I just remember we were chatting with him, just kind of about that London night mentality, how it's just like totally different from everywhere else in the league. Can you just talk about that? Because the London night organization just seems to always be near the top of the league, always have some young, promising talent on it. Just talk about like the mentality of that organization.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're all about winning. I mean, and I, I love that. I'm, uh, I love to win. So, you know, uh, winning, winnings, everything, you know, they push, they push you every day to be your best. And they know when you're not given it all that you're, you know, you're slacking a little bit, they know, and they're on you all the time. And they're, everyone's held accountable and it's been great. I mean, it's like a job going in there yeah. and I've loved every second of it and it pushes me every day to be you know the best version of myself. So,
0: they they say, and I've heard it many times that, that like between London Kitchener and probably a few other organizations, there's, there's not many that prepare you to be a pro better than, than London. And, yeah. uh, yeah,
2: that would be the best, that, that would be the best way to put it for sure.
0: Yeah. And so going with that, um, do you have any idea of what could be next for you? Uh, obviously this last year in the OHL, um, you just wanted to focus obviously on London, uh, winning Mem Cup this year, but do you think about, uh, what the future holds for you?
2: Uh yeah, yeah, I think about it a lot. I mean, uh you know, 5 years went by so fast, right? So uh yeah, I think about it every day, you know, hopefully sign a pro deal somewhere this year and mm-hmm. you know, obviously my dream is to, you know, play in the NHL like every kid. So just trying to push towards that every day, but you know, thoughts creep into my mind about, you know, having a backup plan. So, you know, school, school is, you know, an option that I'm looking for or looking into and you know keeping that in the kind of in my back pocket if i don't get a pro deal somewhere so yeah um
0: and then you've been to a few camps like uh detroit you were at last year right do i have that right
2: uh three years ago three years ago okay after my after my second year in the league yeah
0: right did you go to camp this past year no
2: no, I didn't. No, 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 no camp this past year. Oh, well,
0: I didn't mean to be a. I didn't mean to. Be oh, a don't. E- there. <laughs> oh, don't even
2: worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> it's, it's the
0: it's the grind. You'll you'll find your way for sure.
1: Talk about the uh, talk about the COVID year a little bit because uh, that that was obviously a weird year. We we've talked with a few guys about it. You know, uh, you had, you had dates that uh, you were hopeful to be back on the ice, but everything just kept getting postponed. What the heck did you do that year? Like, that must just have been such a frustrating year, always having these dates, and then it keeps getting pushed back. What were you doing to keep yourself busy, first of all? And second of all, what were you doing to keep yourself in somewhat of a game shape?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. When when it uh, got announced that it was getting, like, officially canceled because there was talks about, like, the a 40-game season and being in a bubble. Like a so I was kind of – I was still – yeah. So I was still working out for that and then once that got canceled, I kind of just took two months off and, you know, hung out with friends and, you know, just did cause I was home for the winter and I'm usually never home for the winter. So, you know, I played on the outdoor rink, and stuff like that. So played on the outdoor rink with like my friends that I never really got to do for the past like three, four years. Cause mm-hmm. I would always be wherever I was. So, uh, just doing that in a lot of video games, I guess.
0: Here's so, a, Here's a random one I got for you. Do you feel like being in London now has, uh, has helped your Insta game? Because I'm just looking at the last two pictures and they're They're pretty elite posts, I would say.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We got a really good photo guy. He's been, he's been awesome. That's, that's uh, probably yeah, those, two, those two pictures are pretty cool. So I, yeah. I had to post them.
0: those are, those are sick ones. Uh, was it you that got robbed by Benny Goudreau the other night or is that a teammate?
2: Uh, last night. No, last that was, night. that was strong. Just, that was oh, okay. strong. Right. He robbed us. He robbed us good. He yeah. He played, so, he played unbelievable. He played 49 unbelievable. saves yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think we had like 50, 51 shots or yeah. something like that. He played, he played unbelievable. Friend,
0: friend of the show. So we had to shout him out, but we, uh, yeah. didn't, uh, you'll, you'll probably get him next time though. I would assume.
2: Hope so.
1: <laughs> Since that's, uh, your overage year, I'm just, uh, wondering like, do you go into this year, kind of with a different mentality than other years because obviously it's your last year you want to remember your your last year as a junior player as best as you can do you do you think different about it all going to the rink every day and knowing that it's your last year playing junior hockey or just what's your uh, mentality look like for that
2: oh yeah just trying to take it day by day I mean uh you know it's been the best five years of my life playing in you know the OHL so just trying to let every you know every day come to me and not really think too far ahead or get too high get too low just kind of you know, go about my days and, you know, try and, uh, you know, get as much information as I can about everything, hockey, not hockey, being a good person and just kind of, you know, try and make myself better every day. So
0: obviously, uh, COVID kind of shut us, shut us down and lockdown down again. Now there's no fans in the rink, but did you get a before that happened, when we had fans at the start of this year and just being out in London, did you get a sense of how, how much the, the people in London love the Knights? Like I've, I've oh, heard it's love it. like Kitchener, Kitchener's all like that. And that's what we're closest to. That's why I keep bringing up that example, but, but, uh, London I've heard the the fans are just nuts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. Like they, they love it. I mean, the amount of times we're out we get, you know, we were just going to get anything getting coffee getting food yeah like the mm-hmm. amount of times you get stopped and, you know you guys are doing great this year keep it up like it's, yeah. it's awesome and i never really got that in yeah flint because you know football's so big in the states mm-hmm. that it, hockey's not as big there so yeah it's, it's unbelievable everywhere you drive london nights license plates yeah like everything <laughs> it's awesome
0: have you ever been in like the Dawn's drive through getting like a Big Mac or something? And they'd be like, no. oh, Cody Morgan. <laughs> uh, oh,
2: I don't find my, I don't find myself too often at McDonald's. I try and stay away from that <laughs> yeah. as, as much as I can. That'll but, work. Uh Yeah, no, like even there's like a market right next to our rink. And every, every day we get stopped from someone just yeah. telling, you know, saying, or talking about like the night before his game or whatever. It's like, oh, you guys you guys played great or it's just, it's, it's awesome. Shake it off, shake it off. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What are the boys in London doing in their spare time?
2: A lot of Fortnite, a lot of Fortnite. We switched over. Yeah. We switched back to Fortnite. It's been every single day. we got a group chat. We got a, we got a fort group chat where someone puts (laughs) it, anyone, anyone want it. And then a bunch of the boys hop on.
0: Who's the, uh, who's the best?
2: Oh, who's the best. We got a couple. We got a couple of good players. Um, I would say Feder Cow is real good. Smith, Colton Smith's good. Yeah. Um, I like to say I'm pretty good. I'd probably say I'm top five on the team top for five. sure. <laughs> I got to be up there. Well, if any, up there.
0: if any of the rookies try to try to take you out, then they're, you're yeah. most experienced in the OHL. So
2: yeah, <laughs> the most grizzled vet in the OHL. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs>
1: What's uh what's the favorite memory of being a London Knight so far? I know you're only 20 game 29 games into the season, but just something that you'll never forget from being part of the London Knights so far.
2: Uh just the fans. I like, like it's it's awesome. I mean, I've never experienced anything like it in my five years in the league, like getting stopped at like random places, telling like it's it's unbelievable. That's probably what's stuck with me the most out of it all. Yeah. And you know, the team like my teammates have been great too you know they're awesome guys so everything like my whole experience here has been you know awesome
0: as far as expectations go is it is it mem cut or bust or or is that the mentality going into it i mean
2: i'd love to win it in my last year that would be you know Mm. the best way to go out and i think i think we have a group to be able to do it so hopefully hopefully we can you know accomplish that would be nice
1: yeah for sure Sorry, good. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say some. No, yeah, we, uh, we talked about this a little bit before the pod, but we got to get into some football talk here where we're actually releasing this episode tomorrow, so everything will be relevant. So first of all, start off with some winners for this weekend, and uh, you got to say who your Super Bowl pick is too.
2: Oh, my Super Bowl pick, it's hard. I mean, they, there's so many good teams. Like, Cincinnati's been good. Yeah. And, I mean, if they get hot, Joe Burrow's been balling. He's been yeah, so big he's time. been, like he's been 10, feeling himself like he's, lately, too. He's like, been a baller. Yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, they got a good D-line, too. Like, Cincinnati's been good. But uh, at the end of the day, I, my dad's a Chiefs fan, so I want I want him to be able to win. Yeah. So, I think I'm going to go Chiefs. I mean, guy's getting $50 million to sling the pigskin around, yeah. so. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah not not a big scare with the Steelers for them yesterday but we talked a little bit before uh you're a big Browns fan I'm sorry about that I'm sorry you got to go got to go through that we have a buddy that's a big Browns fan I told you too but um the hope going into the season had to be huge for you as a fan so a, yeah. a little bit disappointed is that how you would uh, say the season is or or what
2: yeah I mean, I'm a big Baker fan. Like, okay. he's my, he's really? my guy. Yeah. He's my I was, guy. That was going to be so, my question:
1: Is Baker going to be the guy for you guys? Yeah,
2: I hope so. I mean, he played with, he played with one shoulder. Yeah. I mean, they had a chance. They had a chance to make the playoffs. They, they could have beat Green Bay. That Green Bay game was like the TSN turning point of the season. I mean, yeah. They yeah. they had it. Like he threw four interceptions and they still could have won.
0: Yeah, that was on Christmas, right? Uh, yeah.
2: So wasn't wasn't good
0: yeah I uh but, I made uh, a bet with that Browns fan I was talking about I would have had to buy a Baker Mayfield jersey this year if they had a better record than the Dolphins but since the Dolphins got that uh, week 18 win against the Pats uh, my buddy's got to buy
2: a two a jersey so so that's uh it was a baller too he started I mean they yeah. started out not good but they yeah. came back they came back hard
0: yeah. He's never going to, he's never going to be the guy that lights up the world, but he can, he can make the the quick slants, I think, and, and be able yeah. to they just need a, the Dolphins just need help on offense, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, excited to watch you guys uh, with the Knights. The, the rest of the year, it was good talking to you again. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to stay in touch. I think this is one we can keep going wherever that career yeah. takes you next. We'll, uh, we'll go sure. with you and, and do more interviews. Absolutely.
2: For sure. Right. Thanks guys. Appreciate yeah. it. It's, been, it's awesome. So
0: yeah. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Okay. Huge. Thank you to Cody Morgan for joining the boys. It was a fun chat with him. We are now bringing back Canada's favorite podcast game show where you find out where players finish their NHL career. And I just made it sound not exciting at all, but for guys, and I know there's more guys out there. We actually got email. We got a, we got a nice, uh, DM from a, a listener we have. And, and he, uh, He loves the where they finish game and and anybody that is just into like seeing players that you loved when you're watching, but you just don't really remember where they finished their career. Maybe they jumped around a lot or maybe they finished at a random spot. We do that. So we got three players each that we're going to go through. And uh, how do we do it? Do we, we do
1: two guesses? Yeah, I think we do maybe even three. We'll do three because like you know, there's thirty teams and yeah, 30, guys bounce yeah. around a lot at the end of their careers. Thirty two teams I now. Think we're but... doing one one hint per like episode. So like we each get like yeah. out of our three players, we get one hint. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just kind of yeah, make mm-hmm. that hint fair at the time. Yeah,
0: for but. sure. We're we're all about uh fairness here.
1: Fairness, yep, fairness and equality. You want me to start? Sure.
0: Okay. My first player was drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs in the eighth round. The eighth round doesn't even exist anymore, wow. but in the eighth round, 204th overall by the Leafs, as I said. He went on to be a huge deal in that draft, playing 984 NHL games played. He got 563 points in that time, and he played for four NHL teams over his career. Poulsey, where
1: did Thomas Cabriolet
0: finish his career?
1: Oh, wow. Okay, you know it's between two teams. Say the two teams. I know. Okay, so he got traded to Boston after Toronto. So it's either Boston. I, I think he might have made one more stop. And if he did, I think it might have been Carolina. So I'm between Boston and Carolina. But I'm trying to think if there's another team that I could be missing. I don't, I don't think so. Well, I, told, go... I told
0: you he played for four teams.
1: Yeah, but I'm wondering if... Oh, yeah, he was drafted by the Leafs too. So he made three stops after Toronto.
0: That That is correct. And that's not a hint, but that's just, I helped yeah, you talk no, yourself just, through that one.
1: Yeah, you did. Okay. Well, I don't think it's Boston then. Cause I'm, he went from Toronto to Boston. I'm pretty sure. Didn't you? I'm not going to answer that. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go Carolina.
0: Thomas Cabriolet finished his leaf career in 2010, 2011. Uh, he got traded that season to Boston. So you're correct there. He played uh, the rest of that season for Boston and then he went to Carolina the next season, but halfway through that season, he got traded, he to, got the Mon- traded. to the Montreal Canadiens to finish off his career. Really? And then he, he went back to Montreal the next year, only played 10 games, and then he was done. So, I don't think I would have remembered that. I remembered him in, in Boston and Montreal. I don't really remember him in Carolina.
1: Yeah, I remember him in Carolina. but Dude, that's like the the equivalent of Thomas Cabriolet going to the Habs there. It was like the equivalent of when uh, like Mike Komisarek came came to the back. Leafs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, it is, and it's crazy. Like Thomas caberlet I said it. He
0: got he got uh, five hundred and sixty three points in nine hundred and eighty four games as a defenseman. That's that's a over half. What point are your game. honest
1: thoughts on Cabrelay? Because uh, I'll I'll shout him out here. My father, my father mm-hmm. Paul, yeah, not a caberlet fan at all. Oh, he did he play the game him. soft. Yeah, he was a he was a good point guy, a good power power Great play, guy, power play guy. guy, but a little little soft uh Mm -hmm. when it came to battling for the puck but you're like i wouldn't say i was the biggest fan of him just because at such a young age i was influenced but you living with your parents i don't know what your dad thought of him but yeah what was your thoughts on cabaret because i feel like he was a hit or miss guy and yeah guys people either loved him or they hated him
0: i i for sure and i think now with like how social media is i think thomas cabaret would just get chewed apart because he he did before that too but honestly, you said it, His his two biggest downfalls when he was a leaf from what I remember and from what everyone would always say about him. One, he was soft. And two, do you remember the fans yelling at him to shoot the puck on the power play? Yeah. Like he would yeah, not, never shot the puck. He would never shoot yeah. it. But he was like one of the best, best passers in the league, like setting up Brian McCabe for those one timers. I was how- going to
1: say, do you remember his deep partner?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Brian McCabe, but Thomas Caberlet, I loved him as a leaf and. And I actually, I liked him a lot. Cause his first pass breaking out of the zone too. Like he was kind of the defenseman that more defensemans are now. Like he's like mm-hmm. the Quinn Hughes type, but he had a bit he more, it, he had it a bit more size, yeah. a bit more size with a bit less scoring touch, I would say than Quinn Hughes, but mm-hmm. he didn't use his size. So that didn't matter. But Thomas Cabriolet, when he finished his leaf career, he did not produce anywhere he went. He the one good one decent season in Montreal, but he got nine points in 24 games. And I remember Boston picked him up for a playoff run there and he only got nine points in 24 games. Then he was done there. Um, with Carolina, his career, he only got nine points in 29 games. And then Montreal career, uh, 53 games, he got 25 points. So, oh, wow. so he, and that's he, where we, and
1: that's how he finished. That's pretty no, like he finished so, half a point per game. No, so
0: he did. So 2011-2012 he got traded to Montreal. He got 22 points in 43 games and then he came back and looks like he started the next season. Um and he only played 10 games and got 3 assists. That's how he finished.
1: That could be a potential podcast there if we can find contact info. I I definitely
0: I've definitely tried to reach out on Instagram, but if we can if we can find any other uh any other um way to contact him, that would be a fun one. But he is a He's a Stanley Cup champion. Was that with Boston or Carolina? 2010, 2011. So that was with. I think
1: that was Boston.
0: Yeah, that was with Boston the year he got traded. So congrats, Thomas Caverly. You got a Stanley Cup and you had a great Leaf career. Uh, yeah, that's mine. So you're 0 for 1. Right.
1: 0 for 1. Yep. My, uh, my next one here, we're coming straight out of Russia. Oh. Drafted in 1992 in the first round, 14th overall by the Washington Capitals. He is now currently an assistant coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He went on to play, what was this, twenty years NHL, uh, thirteen hundred and one games with eight hundred eleven points as a defenseman. And uh, yeah, the name here, Sergei Gonchar. Sergei
0: Gonchar. I knew that was. I knew that was the one. I'm trying to remember where he. Uh... Where he
1: finished he, though. Yeah, uh, he was pretty uh, stable throughout his career, but then the last few years, was yeah, some bouncing around.
0: Yeah, some bounce. Ba- like he was a he was a penguin forever. That's what that's what he'll be remembered as, Sergei Gonchar. Man, I feel like he threw on a how many teams did you say he played for? Or did you say that?
1: No, I didn't say that. He played for five six six teams
0: six six teams. teams i i feel like the the two teams that are popping out and, and honestly there's a decent chance he never played for either one of these two but i feel like he put on a habs jersey at one point and i feel like he put on an avalanche jersey at one point i could be i could be way off i'm just trying to talk yeah, my no brain comment. talk my brain through this one i'm going to say i also am thinking he maybe went to washington which would be a nice rivalry uh go to the other one but Oh, well, he was
1: drafted by Washington
0: was drafted by Washington. I did say that. Just so Okay. You see. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, I'm going to guess the Colorado av- avalanche. I, I don't really have good reasoning for that either. This one's stumping me.
1: Yeah. So you did talk yourself out of that one a little bit. Okay. Never played for Colorado. Only played a total of 45 games for the Montreal Canadians. And that's where he finished. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. And yeah. So after Pittsburgh, I didn't know yeah. this. I didn't remember this one at all. But Educate he went to me Ottawa. Him. He went to Ottawa for three right. years. Right. So I didn't. I, I don't do. really remember that too much. I do remember reason. that. And then uh, he went to Dallas, played the full season there, and then got traded three games into the following season, mm-hmm. and then played the rest of the season uh, with Montreal. But cool little. Uh, where was I seeing? I was looking at his coaching career because he's actually been a coach for quite a while now. Since after, well, basically right after he, uh, retired, he went straight with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. He was a development coach for a couple of years there. Now he's been on the bench the last three years, not this year though, but he is, uh, going to the Olympics to coach Russia as an assistant coach. So nice. See him on the bench there a little bit. I'm sure. Nice. Good for Sergey. Storied career though. Like just looking mm-hmm. at his stats, cause he was playing in Russia all the time too, whenever he could yeah. like just. An abundance of teams this guy played for. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty electric. If you ever just want to read a novel, but on an NHL player, go look at Sergey Gonchar's Elite Prospect page.
0: Oh, I could both of us, and that's why we play this game. Both of us could just scroll through Elite Prospects for hours.
1: Oh, yeah, easily.
0: And my next guy, you could do this because you got to do a couple swipes to get down to the end of his Elite Prospects page. He was drafted in 1996, 35th overall by the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, they were called at the time. Uh, he played. Eight, he played for eight NHL teams, putting up 731 points in that time. Mr. Matt Collin, where did he finish? Matt you're, Collin. Matt Collin, and this
1: wasn't too long ago either. Sorry, sorry he was drafted by Anaheim, and yep. how many seasons, or how many teams did he play for? He played for eight. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, so if you guess twice, you're you're probably, your odds of at least getting one, well, you know one for sure.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I know another. I don't know, if really? I know the name. Okay. I know the name, but like, I cannot remember at all where he played. Okay. I'm going to like, can you picture? Him? So this just means that I don't have a hockey card of Matt Collins.
0: Can you, can you picture what he looks like? I'll try to like describe him and maybe that'll help because you'll like, you're going to kick yourself for at least, I think like where I, when I think of Matt Collins, I think of the team where he actually did finish.
1: Okay. I'm gonna think I'm gonna use a hint on this one. Okay. The the question that I want to know is where did he play majority of his NHL seasons? And then the conference for his final team. Oh, so so you get two two? Well, hints? It's like the same question. It's uh, no, it's just in the same question. Oh, well, no,
0: that sure sounds like two hints. Which one do you Ooh, want I don't out know, of
1: those two? I don't know anything about this guy.
0: Okay, I'll I'll give you like he was a three-time Stanley Cup champion. That could have been in my intro, so that doesn't count as your hint but he's a three-time cups champion. Okay. And where did he play the longest? That's your that's what you want? Yeah. Okay, if you go by most games, um unfortunately I have to tell you this and it's not going to help you, it's the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he okay. played the majority of his games there, but there is a decently close second. And Yeah, there's a decently close second, but that team's also not where he finished.
1: (laughs) So you're, you're going with, uh, oh man. Okay. I'm going to go with, oh, this is, this is bothering me so much. I'm
0: going with Columbus. Columbus is one of the teams that he never played for. He finished with he finished with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And if I show you that picture. No yeah. I was
1: thinking of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Do no you see way. that
0: picture? And like, does that not just tell you like Matt Cullen? Oh, that makes me mad
1: because I was actually thinking about saying Pittsburgh.
0: And it was in 2018, 2019. So not that long ago. Really? Yeah. He won wow. three Stanley Cups. He won the Stanley Cup in 16-17 with Pittsburgh. 15-16 uh, with Pittsburgh as well so he was part of that back-to-back team that's why i remember him there Man. and then in 05, 06, he also won one with uh with carolina so matt collins uh an nhl legend there's no doubt about that and he's like the uh yeah. he is the um the model or the the formula or I, I don't know what word i'm exactly looking for here but when you think of some like durability he is the definition yeah. of durability in the nhl like his last, if he, he, how old is he now? He is. So, are you comparing him to Phil Kessel? No, more, more than that.
1: More durable than Phil.
0: Yeah, because he only stopped playing. What did I say? Three years ago. Yeah. And that he was forty-two at that point.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he played seventy-one oh, games. Oh, Matt that last Cullen. Year. Yeah, Matt I Cullen. He said Colin. Cullen. Colin.
1: Matt Cullen I totally oh yeah that makes me even more mad
0: so as a I
1: I played Minnesota too late in his
0: career yeah Minnesota Uh, Carolina Ottawa Nashville New York Rangers I don't remember that one though yeah well Florida Florida as well um but it
1: just hit me now I totally know who he is
0: I was I was surprised you didn't get that one but so as a 40 a 41 and a 42 year old in the NHL his last three seasons were through um, Pittsburgh, 72 games played as a 40-year-old, winning a Stanley Cup. And then he went to Minnesota, 79 games played, um, and then back to Pittsburgh for 2018, 2019, yeah, I knew he left 71.
1: To, yeah, I knew he left and went to Mini and then went back.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, uh I don't know fact, why I thought
1: he played for Columbus.
0: He's also right. a development coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins right now.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow, well, Following in the shoes of Sergei Gonchar.
0: Yeah, I'd say Sergei's more following in his shoes, but...
1: Uh, no, I would say he's more follow Sergey was a devil development coach in 2015. Was he? How old is Sergey? Well, Sergey is like 47 now.
0: Okay, Colin's 46. So, wow, Colin,
1: yeah, okay. Well, that one's gonna bother me a bit, but oh, and two, um, oh, and two. So, my next one here, uh, we're going to. The 2005 first-round draft, number eight overall by the San Jose Sharks. Went on to play, how many years was it here? Nine years, 516 games, 261 points. Was a bit of a suitcase late in his career. Um, Yeah, drafted by San Jose. Never won a cup or anything like that. The name here, Devin Setaguchi. Devin Setaguchi.
0: Ooh. I do remember him bouncing around a lot and I know he was with the wild. I know he's with the wild at one point for sure. Or who do you say he was drafted by San Jose? Okay. And I know, I think I just oh, wild. Um, Arizona, maybe Phoenix at the time. Oh, Devin said a Gucci. Give me, give me, What was the first guess
1: I just had in my mind that I said?
0: Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. You said
1: Minnesota and San Jose. Give me Minnesota. Uh, So he did. He did play in Minnesota, Mm. but that was uh, he played another three teams after that. Okay, you can tell me. I can tell you. Yeah,
0: the L.A. Kings. L.A. should have got it. Yeah, should have got it. Where was so? Where did he all play in his career?
1: Well, he started off San Jose. He played there for quite a few years. Went to Minnesota, and then played there for a year after that, went to Winnipeg. I remember that one. I didn't really remember this next one, but he played a season in Calgary as well. And then he left for Switzerland, came back and played a year uh, with the Kings and went back to Germany that following year. And that was his career. He
0: had some, he had some big years. Do you know
1: it? Yep. Yeah. He was uh, like all known for his time in San Jose, one of his first years, 65 points in 81 games. Uh, He was honestly pretty consistent. And then until after he left Minnesota, things started going a little bit downhill, but right. Right. Yeah, I remember when that guy was drafted though, he was supposed to be. Uh... Oh yeah. He's, he's one of the
0: smaller guys that came in the league and was just flying around before yeah. everyone was before everyone was flying around like they are now. Yeah. Uh, okay. My last one. Devin said a What a last name, eh? Great last name. And neither of us have got one right here. So let's, uh, let's hope here. Okay. Yep. My next one was drafted in the sixth round. Another absolute steal in the draft when you look at, back at it. Sixth round by the Montreal Canadiens. He went on to play 947 NHL games, putting up 476 points in that time. He played for four different teams over his career. Toronto legend Darcy Tucker. Where did he finish? I did not know. I did not know before researching this one that he was drafted by Montreal. I probably did know, but I, I never remembered that.
1: Okay, well, first of all, cool story. Okay. So I was, I told you I was getting a little bored with, with Chell at one point, but yep. I've got more spare time on my hands. So I, I made a team the other day. Okay. I haven't played a game with them yet because it took me forever to make the team. But Darcy Tucker was one of the guys I put on the team. And I remember because he was, uh, I was describing like veteran guys, like yeah. guys that are like not playing on their current teams. What what year He was of on uh, 22 or 21 or whatever I have. But like, there's like alumni teams on oh. it, so I was like grabbing them from those teams. But I remember he was on like three different alumni teams, right, on that game. And I know he's Toronto, Colorado, and he was on another one as well. This is gonna really tick me off because I don't think he finished. Oh, he might have finished with Colorado. I don't. Oh, don't you just hate this?
0: Oh yeah, I hate it. I will man. say I'm not I'm 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 looking at his stats and I'm not sure which is the third team that he would be on the the list for. Well, if you said right. it I would know it. Assuming that assuming that you're correct with the
1: other one. Yeah. Well, I, I know he played for Colorado. I remember that. Ah, oh, man. Where else did he play though?
0: I want to say Well, you know where he was drafted.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay, can I get a hint on this one? You got a hint on the last one. We yeah, said one was... hint an episode. I know. I was seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> okay, Darcy Tucker. Yeah. I'm gonna look at that initial team list on my whoa, phone. Whoa, 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 whoa! I can't even look at logos. You can't even touch
0: your phone. I can't even look at a no, logo. No, you can't look at logos. You can't look at anything. And you're on a shot okay. clock. You have 15 seconds.
1: Okay. Well, with the knowledge that I have and <laughs> the current situation, <laughs> my heart
0: I'd like to draft. <laughs> Sounds like you're about to draft somebody.
1: He last played for Okay. This is going to sound really dumb. So, I'm going to kick myself if it's Colorado, but right now, I'm going to say Columbus. Columbus. This is his last team.
0: <laughs> You're going back to the well in Columbus, a team. Darcy Tecker never no. put on a Columbus Blue Jackets uniform. He finished two years with the Colorado Avalanche. No,
1: that's what it was. Yes. No way. Okay, <laughs> hey, what are the other
0: teams? He was dra- I thought he
1: went somewhere after Colorado. No. I knew he played for Colorado. No, so he, that was, he was a lock.
0: He was drafted and uh, played parts of three seasons for Montreal, never really got it going. Got traded to Tampa. Is Tampa maybe where you saw it?
1: Yeah, I think he was on Tampa's.
0: Because in Tampa he played two full seasons, or no, he only played one full season and parts of two others before he was traded to the Leafs. Um oh, but sure. he had good years. Good alumni, years. Yeah. He had good years in Tampa, though. And then uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years in Toronto, lighting it up as we as we remember. And then in 2008, he moved to Colorado, where he uh played two seasons there. Um, not having great years. But yes, uh the Colorado Avalanche is where Darcy Tucker finished you talk yourself right around uh, that one and i can't believe okay. you finished with columbus
1: <laughs> so the and, team i was thinking of was this random team that that was an alumni that he played on and then i started thinking what's a team that hasn't been around that long that wouldn't have that many alumni guys mm. and then colorado hit my mind i was it was tampa was the team i should have said, like i would have guessed right if i remembered what i seen mm-hmm. but and do you think looking at your logos would have helped uh probably not (laughs) but man yeah i knew he played colorado i just didn't think that was his last stop all right okay last one here this this is a very storied player as well just a lot of real vets today okay 1988 round one number eight overall to the chicago blackhawks what has one olympic gold never won a cup but played 20 seasons in the league over 1300 games over twelve hundred points, so pretty close to a point per game. This player from Boston, USA, Jeremy Roenick. Jeremy Roenick, man, drafted by Chicago. Yeah,
0: instant. My instant thought is, I don't know if he played after this, but I know he was on the Coyotes when Gretzky was coaching his one year. I remember a throwback interview for Trump. Boyd Devereaux uh, had some had some stories about him from right. that year from that year yeah. so i know for sure he was in arizona and i feel like i feel like oh he definitely went somewhere after obviously philadelphia how many teams did you say he played for
1: he played for one, two, three, four, five five teams five teams
0: so they were they were philadelphia arizona mm. Why I should know this.
1: I should okay. Know can this. I give you a hint on this one? Because this is your last one. Yeah, no, I'm just like, because we got to get one of these right. Yeah, we do. Give me, a hint. I think we're 0 for 5. Yeah, I'm not this is going to give it away at all, but this is a hint that could be valuable to you. Okay, so let's just say, and then this should give away that this is not the team, probably. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. He had two stints with Phoenix. Mm. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. so. Philly and Philly and Phoenix are the, why are those the only two that are coming to mind? This is embarrassing. Um, He also played like, I'm just thinking Philadelphia when he, I think that's the last time the Leafs won a, uh, a playoff round maybe in the next year, Philadelphia put them out and Jerry, Jeremy Ronick was on that team. I think I could be off on that too. I'm off on, we at some point need to get like a stack guy on the show. <laughs> just, that, yeah. just like when we say a statement, looks it up because it would be hilarious how many times we're wrong.
1: Oh, well, like yeah, we, are, but we
0: already know, like we know we're wrong. We know we're
1: wrong, but, there, but it, you sometimes have a little bit of hope. Yeah. And answer. like,
0: I'm sure what I'm saying happened at one point, but just yeah, like, I'm yeah. Thinking it just, Did Jeremy Roenick play for the Boston Bruins? That's what's, that's what's really like. I can't picture him in a Boston uniform, but I'm really thinking Boston. And Oh, he for sure. Uh, San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks. Final answer.
1: As his final team. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Yeah. Oh baby. San Jose. Yeah. Sharks.
1: So this this was the order here. Chicago for a pile of years. Yeah. Phoenix wow. for five years. Philly for three years. And then L.A. Phoenix, San Jose, San Jose to finish yeah. off his career. San Jose Sharks, baby. Wow. Yeah. I worked that around my mind. Was yeah, just, you did. I man, I was like man.
0: It was Boston. just spinning, spinning. And, I know. Yeah. Wow,
1: that's a good one. Man, that's yeah. like, I should have got Matt Cullen. I'm gonna, I like, if there's something I'm losing sleep over, it's Matt Cullen tonight.
0: I would have thought it's in Montreal. And also, no, dude, you, I don't
1: even remember like, him really playing in Montreal for some reason. Yeah, I, I do. I don't know why I should, but I just yeah. don't. He just looked ugly. Matt Cullen, that him. just makes me so mad. But also, Darcy, like,
0: Darcy Tucker, you had it on the tip of your tongue. Like, you not on the tip of your tongue. You actually said it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, then again a little steep over that one too. Who is the guy I guessed that played and finished in Colorado and he never played in Colorado? Who was the first guy you had?
1: Oh Sergey Goncher. Yeah,
0: so that was a, that was a horrible guess, yeah. too. So so just goes to show again, uh chumps being chumps. And maybe we
1: chumps being chumps. Maybe
0: we finish off the epi. Oh, uh I'm going to Mexico. Um yeah, right. So a little bit of uh programming um talk quick. Uh going to Mexico this Sunday, Jill and I got, um, we had a trip booked for Hawaii the February. So COVID started what March, like, like this March will be, will be two full years. years? Yeah, Yeah. So we had a, we had a trip booked for the, the February, um, the February, right before, like right at the end of February and things were happening or was it middle of March? Some, sometime in there, but our tickets got canceled. So we had, we had money sitting there and vouchers that we found out need to be used by this March or we'll lose them. So um, we're going to Mexico for a short trip. Cause we got really cheap uh, plane tickets through those vouchers. So we're going for just four nights. We're leaving Sunday and coming back Thursday, but looking forward to getting some, uh, some warm air. Hopefully COVID doesn't screw yeah. up, screw up this trip. But since I, since Make i just most rec-
1: of those nights man
0: yeah since i just recently had it i think i think it's pretty e- it's a lot easier to get back across the border if you've had it recently cuz you can show them that i don't know for sure we'll see you can answer. show them that you had covid yeah like show them oh your- you have
1: there's like proof of getting covid
0: yeah like well i i mean i'm like if you go on uh health canada
1: yeah but well, let's say you were one of those people that just did like a rapid and were like oh shit i got covid
0: Oh, yeah. No, it has to be an actual PCR test, which, oh, okay. I, had, which I had done. So, okay. so I have that. But anyways, um, so we're going to be recording some more stuff tonight. Um, so we're not sure which interview will be coming out, but maybe Maddie P might have to do like a quick 30 second intro of that one by himself for for next Monday or or we'll just roll. the. Yeah, interview. that'd be a little
1: electric. Eh?
0: Yeah, that'd be a little electric. That'd be a lot electric. You just get open that would be mic.
1: actually kind of wild. Yeah, yeah the open, open mic. mic. You just do what you need to do.
0: Wow. Yeah. So it, it's Damn. up to you. I'll, we'll leave that up to you. You can either do that or or just post whichever interview we have for that, but we, we will be doing that. And then I'm hoping that there's enough Wi-Fi somewhere in Mexico. We're staying in like a, like a condo. It's like an Airbnb type thing, but I'm hoping there's something um, where I can get enough Wi-Fi to hop on the Dimes episode that week, but we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll be in a little bit of sketchy Wi-Fi. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm excited for it. Joe's excited for it. But that's why... You won't be hearing from me next Tuesday. Yeah, and well, now's the time to get out of here. Mm-hmm. For sure. With that, we'll end episode 203, and we'll talk to you guys with the DSAP Dimes boys on Thursday, week two of NFL playoffs. Let's Peace. go.